Eli, our dog, he is constantly getting out there and meeting new people. Eli has allowed us to share the gospel with like four people. Like more than that. It is insane how well this dog's like out there sharing the gospel. Dude, Jesus, how in the world are you doing this? We just need to be like Eli. Just get out there and say, hey, how are you? We Christians, not to compare you to my dog, we have to be the same way. We have to not care about expectations and just know like, I just gotta go out there and share that love with people and I know that we're gonna see growth. Howdy, I'm Jason. And I'm Riley. And welcome to the Meet the McAllisters podcast, where we are trying to bring tribes of people together to have a deeper relationship with Christ and his church. And in this week's video, we are going to be talking about the ministry that Christ is calling you to right now. And make sure to stay till the end of the video where we give you the tips on how to do so. What is the ministry that God is calling every believer to everywhere right now? Go and make disciples of all nations. The Great Commission. We live in a day and age where so many Christians think that their job is simply to get people to the pews and the pastor is going to do the rest of the work. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. I never see that model in scripture. Never. Not once. He says, go and make disciples of all nations. He says it to everybody. He didn't say to just Peter. He didn't say to just John. He said it to all the disciples that were with him there right now. Go and make disciples of all nations. So what do you think a disciple is and how do you think we get there? Okay. That's a really good question. And I think what disciple making looks like is living alongside them, right? When you see the ministry of Jesus, you saw that he lived with these people on a day-to-day basis. He was with them all the time. And that makes us uncomfortable. Yeah. I think that that is such a great way to view it. Like who were Jesus' disciples and how did Jesus disciple them? Let's do that. Because that's ultimately the best model is to follow after what Jesus did. Yeah, I mean, and you look like they knew how to act when they were angry because they saw Jesus act a certain way when he was tempted to be angry and be angry. They knew how to deal with persecution. They knew how to deal with all these different scenarios we could bring up because they were living with Jesus, seeing him act in those scenarios. And I think Christians, we've got to do the same thing. Disciple making, you come along people and they learn from you and you learn from them and the Holy Spirit uses that to grow. And it's just both of you saying, I'm a disciple of Jesus and we're going to do this together. Disciple making is one of those things that starts out super slow, but it is the snowball effect of like, yeah, I can make maybe one disciple, but then once there's two of us, then we could each make a disciple and now there's four of us. And this multiplication happens very slow at the beginning, but very quickly as it progresses because everyone's making a disciple. And I think when you think about disciple making, I think a lot of people go, well, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. That's the pastor's job. He's qualified. He's educated. A lot of the disciples, like Peter, fisherman, not a very notable job, right? He picked people that were not always the best intentionally, mm-hmm. right? We always say in Christian culture, we say, God doesn't use extraordinary people. God uses ordinary people and he's an extraordinary God. He needs you to just follow him and he's going to use you, right? Paul says, follow me. So follow Christ. Paul knew he wasn't perfect. He has that whole section of verses where he says, oh, I do things I want to do and I don't do the things I want to do. But he was going after Jesus and that's what mattered. Yeah, and I think that even using that scripture, like you see Paul discipling because he's saying, follow me as I follow Christ. When you are discipling, it doesn't need to be, hey, everyone look at me because I'm awesome. It's just like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing, but like come alongside because I'm doing what I can do to follow Christ the best that I can. There is a second ministry even, right? We said the ministry, but there's not just one. There's two ministries and I'm sure there's more, but there's a second ministry and truth that God has given us in scripture that we're also called to be a part of. And that's this, that you are a part of God's temple. You are God's temple. 
right? We look in the Old Testament, and I know I've told you this so many times, like, man, I wish I could be back there when the Holy Spirit filled the temple or Moses parted the sea. But the New Testament authors are like, no, dude, we're that temple now. Yeah, I mean, you see that in Acts. You literally see in Acts too. We are the new temple and we see the fire from God falling on the believers of Christ. In 1 Peter, it's 2 verses 4 through 9. It talks about how we are called to be a spiritual priesthood, that we're called to live as the new temple and how we are therefore called to give spiritual sacrifices. And when we do so, we're giving glory and honor to Christ. Mm-hmm. And that is the second ministry that we are called to right now is to give glory to Christ. What an amazing thought that God has given you the ability right now to make spiritual sacrifices yeah. to him, that go up to him. I, I think about in Revelation where it says that the saints are praying and it, this incense goes before God in the holies of holies, right? Like that is not just like we read that and we go, oh, that's kind of cool. I do spiritual things. Like think about that. Like God is allowing you to make direct sacrifice to him and connect with him right now. But before we continue, if you have found this content helpful or encouraging, we want to encourage you like subscribe and comment down below. What is a ministry that God is calling you to start right now? And how is he wanting you to get out of your comfort zone and reach people for Jesus and build the kingdom? What are the ways and what are the things that we can do to actually live out these truths right now? You know, we talk about stuff like this a lot, but Bible studies, small groups, microchurch, getting out of the four walls and actually getting with people that you don't see to eye with, that you disagree with, or people that don't expect to receive the love of Jesus. Get into those people's lives right now. Yeah, and I think too, not only just getting into their lives, but actually going and living alongside with them. We were working on a project recently and I was writing about Eli, our dog, and how he is constantly getting out there and meeting new people. He meets all of our neighbors. He's introduced us to all of our neighbors. He does anything and everything he can to meet new people. I just want to point out that Eli has allowed us to share the gospel and go to church with like four people at this point. Like more than that. Like, and we're like impacting other people because of it. And like being able to reach people in other people groups. Like it is insane how well this dog's like out there sharing the gospel. I'm like, dude, Jesus, how in the world are you doing this? But seriously, we just need to be like Eli. It doesn't matter what they look like, who they are, what they're doing. Just get out there and say, hey, how are you? Yeah, Eli doesn't <laughs> care. No. Eli is just a friendly dog. He just wants to come up to people. And we Christians, not to compare you to my dog, but <laughs> we have to be the same way. We have to not care about expectations and just know like God's got me. I love people because he's loved me and I want to share that love. And I just got to do that. I just got to go out there and share that love with people. And I know that we're going to see growth. Yeah. And I think that when we give it to God, we say, God, we're going to trust you. God, no matter what this looks like, no matter what, where it leads us, we're going to follow you because you've asked us to follow you and you've promised and you put promises in scripture that we can trust you. And when we go out there and do that, we see phenomenal growth. Yeah. I don't know who's watching this video, but if you're a person watching this podcast or listening and you're that type of person that wants to reach people for Jesus but you don't think you're good enough you don't think you have the tools you don't think you have all the skills I just want to speak over you right now like God wants to use you for the kingdom in amazing ways and that is a lie from the enemy Mm -hmm. that he's robbing from you and God is saying no I want to use you open yourself up to me right now and let me use you but hey if you have found this content helpful and you want more content on how to develop a deeper relationship with Jesus and his church you can check 
check us out at YouTube for any new podcasts or anywhere that you get podcasts at Meet the McAllisters. Yeah, and if you guys want to support the channel, go ahead and go in the description below. You can see all of our links. And if you want to get into contact with us or if you have questions, reach out to us at meetthemcallisters at gmail.com and make sure to rate and review the podcast on iTunes. And we'll see you guys in next week's video. Have a good one.